Rob Moore here, and I'm actually live at the Recurring Income Summit. We're in the studio, uh, and I'm actually live to an audience across the globe. So in the next 50-odd minutes or so, I'm going to share with you various assets that you can create, and not just from your money, by the way, but also your time, your creativity, your resourcefulness, your resources, your contacts, your connections, collaborations, partnerships, joint ventures, your community, your followers, your fans. So quickly before I get uh, cracking, because I reckon I'm probably going to cover 20 plus digital assets that produce recurring income. But real quick, in the comments, I would like you to write a resource you have for creating assets that is not money. Go. Resources you have that could create assets that is not money. Because a lot of people rely on money. People say, oh, you need money to make money or you can't get started without money. Well, no one starts with money. No one's born with a briefcase and five billion pounds when they pop out of mum or they're born and they, they get credited 10 million pounds in their bank account. No one is born with money. But every human being is born with resourcefulness and creativity and innovation and disruption and the ability to solve problems and to serve other human beings figure shit out, transcended challenges. We're all born with that. That's a human trait. And I believe the human traits are greater than the physical traits uh, and resources such as money. So what have we got? Let's have a look in the comments. We've got time. We've got NFTs. We've got your personal brand. I've mentioned creativity, resourcefulness, innovation, disruption, solutions to problems. We've also got your community. Let's say I wanted to develop a product and service for entrepreneurs. I could just go into the chat now on the Recurring Income Summit and the chat on Instagram Live, and I could say, um, what's your biggest challenge right now in starting or scaling your business? In fact, put it in the comments. What's your biggest challenge now in starting or scaling your business? Let's have a look. By the way, I've got comments there. I've got comments there. Woo! This is like I'm taking my kids out. <laughs> stuff going on over here. Stuff going on over here. Um, all right. Let's have a look. So what have we got? Um, so people have said tech, revenue, building a following, funding it, um, comparing myself to others and the curse of comparison, building my audience, um, knowing what to do, where to start, making time. So all of these answers, I could create products and services and solutions around. And bang, I've got podcast episodes. I've got YouTube videos. I've got um, content for subscription sites. I've got new courses and material all for entrepreneurs. So a great way to build assets that produce recurring income is to crowdsource the problems and the pains and the blockages of your communities and then create products and services around them. Now, here's the thing. You don't even have to have any followers or fans because you could go into the Disruptive Entrepreneur Facebook group. So you can even go into my Facebook community that I've built over years and go and ask them their problems and challenges in your niche. You can crowdsource the pains and problems, create the solutions, and you leveraged my community. How powerful is that? That's like coming over to my house and saying, Rob, I think I'll nick your dog. I think I'll take all the food out of your fridge and I'll go upstairs and have a go on your missus. <laughs> all right, great. So, um, yeah, interesting all the challenges people perceive that they have. Cool. So here's what we're going to cover. I'm going to share with you the 18 different specific assets that build recurring income because we're at the recurring income summit 
And then I'm going to focus on digital assets and I'm going to share with you all the various digital assets that you can leverage. So this is going to be pretty quick fire. And I'll probably detail ones I think are fairly relevant right now. But before I do this, I just need to set the scene a little bit. So number one is this is not a backpack. This is not um, an item of bondage. This is not a back brace because I usually get feedback on my jackets. This is Alexander McQueen, baby. So that's number one thing we've got to get out of the way. The good thing about being rich is you can pay a lot of money to look stupid and just not give a fuck. And that would be me. I'm not like Dylan, who's got a beautiful message on his T-shirt. Be more soul. Do more good. Be more kind. Give more love. I've just got like a bondage <laughs> jacket on. All right. So that's number one thing out of the way. Number two, recap from yesterday. If you want recurring income, the only way, the single only way to create recurring income is to have assets. Recurring income is income that is residual, recurring and relentless. It's passive. It's ongoing. It comes in every day, every week, every month, every quarter. So I get royalty incomes uh, from my various books that I've written from my publisher every quarter. I get translation right deals and translation right extensions uh, fairly frequently. I get um, rental income from 1,200 tenants, give or take, that comes in every month, maybe on the first of the month or the end of the month. So it, the opposite of recurring income is earned income or job income or exchanging your time for income. Now, by the way, I know a lot of people look down their nose at that. I don't. I have no problem with you earning money and exchanging your time for money. Just make sure you do something you enjoy and make sure there's always a future in it, a career progression, or you're doing that to create revenue so you can invest in assets and assets produce recurring income. So you've always got choice. I got paid 135 pounds. 135 pounds, look at me. I got paid 135,000 pounds to do a speech at the start of this year. So um, does that mean that I've sold my soul and I'm exchanging time for money and I'm a loser because I exchanged my time for money? No, no, I'd have done it naked for 150 grand. I would, and live to all my community. So look, if you pay me the right money for a keynote speech and if you, you know, send me first class around the world or I get to turn my passion into profession, vocation into vacation, I'm doing it. But the danger, someone has said gun holster, that's the other thing. So I've had back brace, bondage, backpack and gun holster. Just call me trigger. <laughs> so um, I think if you want freedom, choice, flexibility, autonomy, control over your life, then you need recurring income and not just earned income. You need control over your own assets. So make sure that the government or some kind of pension or someone else isn't controlling your assets and your money. You need to control your assets and your money. And it's only assets that produce recurring residual and relentless income or passive income. There is nothing else that can create that. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to give you a load of them. Right. Here we go then. Okay, so in no particular order, here are the 18 or so different assets that produce recurring income. There's likely to be a couple I've missed. It just means I don't use them or know about them. Okay, so number one is books. So um, people think that books aren't digital assets. They actually are. Why? Because the information is stored on the cloud and then it's printed on demand once ordered. So you've got gone are the days when you had to buy 10,000 stock of your book up front in advance. And um, now all you do is create a book. It goes on the internet. It's stored somewhere in ones and zeros in digital um, form. And then let's say Dylan buys 10 copies or I sell, sell 20 today. They're printed on demand and sent out by the publisher, the, um, you know, the printing house or Amazon or whoever. 
So I really believe a book is an asset. And um, Dylan kindly grabbed some of my books yesterday. Uh, I have written or co-written 18. Um, I really focus talking about my business-related ones just because a lot of my um, early books from 2008 onwards were in real estate. Um, but I wrote Life Leverage seven years ago. I wrote that book seven years ago. Actually, we're just in the throes of doing a, a, a second update. Not that I think it really needs it, but you know, it's nice to modernize books. So that was written seven years ago. That sold hundreds of thousands of copies. I just got um, a, an ex a five-year extension of my translation in, of Life Leverage into uh, Chinese. And um, that still sells, I don't know how many copies it sells actually, but it's, it's likely to be thousands or even tens of thousands a month, who knows? So that is an asset. And that was written seven years ago. I'm worth more was written four, three, four years ago. Routine equals results was written three years ago. Multiple streams of property income was written 13 years ago. Cash in a property crash was written 12 years ago. That's version one, special edition of Life Leverage. That's a collector's item. That's worth at least 12 pounds instead of 11. <laughs> so uh, when you write a book, you have to invest your time in. That's building the asset. Once that book is done, that could go on and on and on and on and on. And I gave a little tip yesterday and I'll give it to you today. And that is if you write a book that doesn't go out of date, then that's going to be an asset for many years to come. Think and Grow Rich, I think is what? Pushing 90 years old, maybe more. So there you go. Make sure that you think of your book as an asset. If you're going to invest time in creating it, you might as well get recurring, residual and ongoing income from it. Right, number two asset is audio. So we're in the world of the audio influencer revolution, where Clubhouse has kind of sent the audio world crazy. It's got everyone interested in the audio platform. We were probably already listening to audio books on Audible. We might have listened to some podcasts, but now we spend all this time on Clubhouse and these all these influencers on Clubhouse gaining all this valuable information. And then that gets us interested in the audio platform. And so then we go and listen to more podcasts. We go and listen to more audio, audio books. We listen to Blinks on Blinkist. We want to uh, start rooms on Fireside and Green Room and audio rooms on Facebook. And now the audio platforms are huge. I suppose a bit like video became huge, really, thanks to YouTube. So there's often a media that comes along and it's not necessarily the newest, but it goes boom, gets everyone in excited. And then it's the, the rising of the tide lifts all ships. So, excuse me, Clubhouse, I think, has lifted all the other audio platforms out there. Now, every one of my books, it well, okay, there's a couple that I didn't. So, for example, Routine Equals Results is actually a bonus chapter on Start Now, Get Perfect Later in audio format. But other than that, I'm worth more on Audible. Life Leverage is on Audible. Cash in a property crash is on Audible. Multiple streams of property income is on Audible. Start now, get perfect later is on Audible. Money is on Audible. I already wrote those books. So just having them converted into audio creates multiple streams of recurring income. So if you think about the information required and the time required to create my book or books, so routine equals results, that's done now. So if I can take that book and then also have it on Audible, and Blinkist, um, and then maybe I could uh, create an online course from it and modules of the book to maybe build into a subscription platform. I'm creating multiple streams of income from one asset. Bosh. 
All right, number three then is royalties. So royalties is residual income from probably digital assets. For example, you could sell a franchise and then you get ongoing revenue from the franchisee. You're the franchisor. That would be royalty income. Let's say you wrote a song um, and then you get ongoing royalties each time your song is played or you have a, an invention or some kind of intellectual property. Now, NFTs are quite an innovation, not just in the art space, but in the art space. Uh, and the reason I want to talk about them in the art space is I used to be an artist, dressed like I am, I'm sure. That's uh, an explanation for a lot of things. Also, my fucked up childhood. All right, so I used to be an artist. Let's say I sell a piece of art for 500 quid, that's done. Don't get anything from it. Um, but on an NFT, you can sell the capital asset of the NFT digital art, and then you get a royalty on all other copies sold, ongoing. So royalty income is sexy and sweet and ongoing and powerful and relentless. Okay, number four then is fan funding and crowdfunding. So crowdfunding is where the crowd, the collated, not necessarily technically collective investment, collective investments are often regulated, um, but crowdfunding where multiple people fund you, that could be a Patreon raise or a donation raise, or it could be star donations. My Facebook page is facebook.com forward slash Rob More Progressive. That's facebook.com forward slash Rob More Progressive. The reason I want you to go there is not just to get a few extra followers. It's because um, I'm one of the few people in the world that has the stars feature. And the stars feature is where people can donate me stars, whether just because they like my content or I could exchange it for mastermind sessions or Q&A sessions or one-to-one -one calls or meetups or whatever. And so I think you should follow me and see how that works because essentially that's um, fan funding, fan funding. Um, Patreon is fan funding. Only fans is fan funding. And back in the day, um, five, 10 years ago, there was no real way for a fan to fund their favorite artist, musician, creator, et cetera, um, because there was a record label in the way or there was a social channel in the way or there was just no tools to do that. or You couldn't go direct. And I remember this was the, their album in Rainbows. So um, Radiohead, one of my favorite bands, obviously, because I'm, I, can, I can be a temperamental, depressive individual. <laughs> um, and Radiohead did this launch of their album, and I think it was in Rainbows, um, where they'd, they'd just finished their big contract with their record label. And so that, now they could do what they want. And so what they did was they set up a little page and said, um, if you want to get our next album, you can just pay whatever you want. And you, you go in, you could pay a pound or 10 pounds or 100 pounds. You basically just gave a donation in exchange for the album. And I remember paying about double the album because I love Radiohead and I've had so much um, depression from them over the years. <laughs> uh, so that for me was the first thing I'd ever seen, which was really fan funding. And it was very disruptive and innovative. And since then, there are star donations, there's badges. So you can, you can um, pay money to uh, an Instagrammer, basically, to get pinned to the top of the post, or you can, um, you know, essentially buy badges. Um, and, and, you know, this, this is now becoming more pervasive all over social media. So, for example, on Clubhouse, some people have got the tipping feature and you can tip on Clubhouse. 
Now, the great thing about fan funding is the better quality of your content, the more money you're going to get funded. And the more your fans fund you, the better quality in return. So it's like a, a virtuous cycle. Like one of the benefits of wearing jackets like this is Facebook look at me and go, oh, Rob must be a disruptor and an innovator wearing jackets like that. Oh, let's give him supporters and stars and audio rooms really early. Actually, the real reason they give me that is because they, I have an engaged following, I have a loyal following, and I, I am interactive with my following. Now, I remember when I got supporters for the first time, which was about two years ago. And um, I remember getting a Facebook account manager for the first time. And when you get one of them, you know you've made it. And I remember asking my account manager, why did you give me supporters? Because back then I probably had 140,000 followers. But I was one of the first, I think, 50 or 60 in the world to get it. And there's, cause, so there's you know, millions of people with millions of followers or 500,000 followers, way more than me. Um, or maybe not millions, but a lot. And so I was fascinated. And she said, you engage with your community. You've got a loyal community and an engaged community. So loyal, engaged and you engaging are the three things that will give you supporters and stars and donations and audio rooms and all the new tools and features across all social channels. So mark my words, it's not about the size of your following. It's about your um, oh, and other things are how much content you put out there. So on YouTube and Facebook to hit a certain level where you unlock ad revenue. Uh, or you unlock features, you need to have done a certain amount of minutes viewed in content. Minutes viewed is obviously the amount of content you've done multiplied by the amount of followers. So if you haven't got as many followers, do more content, get your minutes viewed up. So fan funding is the future, tipping stars, badges, you name it. Belle Delphine got paid millions of dollars for used bath water. Oh, Belle. <sighs> Her fans buying used bath water off her for millions of dollars. Someone asked me if they could smell and lick my feet. <laughs> right. Number five, then, on assets that produce recurring income is subscription revenue. Subscription revenue. Membership sites. Ongoing monthly income. So for those of you not yet joined Rob.team, make sure you join it right now, not just for all the benefits that are on it, but I'm going to get you to go to it with a view to you copying it and modeling it. So um, while you listen to me, if you're not already a member of Rob.team, type in your browser, Rob.team. Don't even put the www. Just type in Rob.team. Now, um, the reason I'm showing you this is to give you a model for your subscription revenue. So Netflix are obviously probably the biggest known in the world for subscriptions, but you have Grays, you have HelloFresh, you have food now on subscription. Volvo have a car subscription. You can drive the cars for um, a subscription rather than having to buy a car for 50 grand or whatever. Uh, and I have a, a subscription platform called Rob.team. And on Rob.team, you get ooh, about 12 um, one or two day masterclass courses completely free with the platform. You get um, 10 minimum pieces of uh, premium content from me um, a month. We have supporter only um, or Rob.team only meetups, events and socials. So we're doing a meetup in November. I'm having dinner with 45 supporters. Well, 
supporters and Rob.team, supporters is on, on, on Facebook and Rob.team is off Facebook, but it's essentially the same thing. I do Ask Me Anything Lives to my um, Rob.team members. I do make cash challenges about four times a year. I've got one coming up in October. Discounts and free tickets and upgrades to events. And we do a weekly piece of content on algorithm updates from our Facebook and Instagram account managers, etc. So I have created for just five pounds a month, a premium platform where you can get premium content, premium access, VIP access, behind the scenes access, dinner and special meetups and, you know, advanced notifications of special events we do. Events that like the Recurring Income Summit, for example, which I'm on now, no one can get the recording or the replay of this unless you're a Rob.team member. So there's massive benefits there and it's only £5 a month. So I've got about 3,000 members on that. So if you join it and look at what's in it and then think, hmm, how can I do this in my niche or industry? Model some things you can do in your niche or industry. Set it up on Patreon or Kajabi uh, with pretty much no capital outlay. You will have to pay them. So let's say you charge £5 a month. You might have to pay £1 a month and get £4 a month net. But that's pretty good. I would do that, definitely. So go to rob.team right now. Um, if you're not yet a, a member, go join. Um, not just with the view of all the content you're going to get from me. Although, by the way, if you do like my content and you've never spent any money with me, what are you fucking doing? What are you doing? If people pay, they pay attention. Free advice is worth every penny. Come on, it's time. This is a way you can show some gratitude. But um, podcasters have made thousands, tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of pounds a month by putting premium episodes on Patreon, which is a subscription platform. So subscription revenue is massive right now. And you are leaving tens or hundreds of thousands of pounds on the table by not having a subscription platform. Dylan, have you got your phone? Could you get your phone, your calculator out and do these, this maths for me? You're going to love this. You are going to love this. All right, so Dylan, let's assume everyone that you're going to charge $10 a month. I mean, that's not a lot of money. You know, how much value do you have to offer to give $10 a month? And let's assume you can get two new members a day. So Dylan, do 10 times two. So that's $20 a day. Do it times 30 and tell us what the answer is. Um, that says one. Okay. So if you, if you have $20 a month from two members, you got $600 a month and do that times 12. So if you get just two new members a day at $10 a month in a year, you have $7,200 a month. And that's just $10 a month with just two new members a day, assuming no cancellations. $36,000 a month from $20 a month, just five members a day. Anyone could do that. Anyone could do that. You could go live once a day, even if you only had 10 people on your live and you did $10 a month and you got three new members a day and you did it every day. You're in the tens of thousands of dollars a month if you do that every day for a year. It's really powerful. So if you like that kind of income, go now to rob.team, sign up there and model my ongoing subscription platform so you can do the same for you. All right. So next then, we're on creating re recurring and residual income streams. All right. So six and seven is affiliate revenue. So um, if Dylan has a course on helping you launch a course and sell a course, 
if you promote his course, he'll pay you a commission. And if you have a course and Dylan promotes your course, the other way around will happen. So um, Dylan has a course to help you start and create your own online course with the information you already know, and then to help you sell that through webinars. And if you sold the course for him or even just gave a link to it, he'd pay you a commission. So you earn on his content, on his information. And if you had training and then he promoted it, vice versa, that's an affiliate model. Very powerful. So that's seven and eight, just depending on which way around you do it. Okay, Uh, nine then is intellectual property. So intellectual property is an invention, a copyright, a process, a system, and information you've created something unique out of. That's it. So by the way, anything that you know that others don't, or you you know an individual way to do it, So, for example, Alexander McQueen have kind of, I wouldn't say become famous, but they've created their own signature brand of this. They call it a harness. Panerai. I don't know if you know Panerai. Let me show you on the on the live. But, you know, that um, sort of I don't know what that that, um, crown guard you see there, the crown guard there. Um, Panerai have trademarked that. It's even got TM on it. It's got registered trademark. So that crown guard is Panerai's own IP of a watch. A watch is a watch, everyone, a watch is a watch. It's a common thing. But they've created their own, essentially, IP and their own branding. All right, cool, cool. Um, Number 10, franchise. I'm not going to detail this, but I am going to bring my good friend, Matt Fides, who was Michael Jackson's bodyguard for many years. I'm going to bring him into the community soon. He has 1,005 franchises in martial arts and dance. Uh, And he learned about franchising from um, Muhammad Al-Fayed and Michael Jackson, both of whom were billionaires, according to him. So um, but franchise is where you create a business, you create a standard operating procedure or manual from it. And then you sell that as a, a license, you know, like Subway or McDonald's. Very powerful model if you've already built a business. All right. Number 11 is e commerce, e commerce. So e-commerce, um, Amazon. Hmm. <laughs> oh, e-com don't work anymore. Ask Jeff Bezos. So Amazon, Spotify, sorry, Amazon, Shopify, Etsy, Depop, Vinted, eBay, yada, yada, yada. That's yada, yada, yada. Isn't act- we should get the domain name yada, yada, yada.com. Um, yada, yada, yada isn't one. Um, but there's all these e-com sites where you just, use their platform you could even white label someone else's product and then you sell on the internet to the audience that they generate how powerful is that bosh okay number 12 is ad revenue and number 13 is sponsorship so i'm sponsored by blinkist um we're building other sponsorship deals at the moment where people will pay you an amount of money to be exposed on their platforms uh, I'm also go, just about to be sponsored by the Secret Leaders podcast. I'd love to be sponsored by Costa Coffee. I'd love to be sponsored by Alexander McQueen. So just in case you guys are watching in. But a spo- uh, my friend, I, I shouldn't say this because this might not be common knowledge. So I won't tell you my friend or the company. But a good friend of mine who runs events, um, he's done a deal with a CRM company. And he gets paid 90000 a year in sponsorship from them. So when you build your social channels, you get sponsor revenue and then ad revenue. 
So I make uh, maybe $5,000 a month from the ad revenue on my YouTube channel, and I've only just started it. Might make similar, for example, on my podcast. And here's the thing, because I already made my millions in property in my early 30s. I set up all these channels, Instagram, Facebook, now Clubhouse, YouTube, podcasts. And I actually um, thought, hmm, I'm not going to monetize. Uh, why, why wouldn't you monetize? Are you on crack? Why wouldn't you monetize? No, I'm not going to monetize. Why? Because I thought that the Brits wouldn't like the ads. And I thought I'll play the long game. And it takes 10 years to be an overnight success. And Gary Vee says, don't monetize. Bad mistake. No. Like everyone's used to loads of ads on YouTube now and no one really cares. And I would recommend that as long as you partner with the right advertiser or sponsor, why not start to monetize? So I'm monetizing more now through ads and sponsorship, but I'm picking my sponsors carefully. You know, people who I use their products and services anyway, who I really like. I love Zoom. You know, we use the Zoom H1. Um, we use the Zoom H5. I love Alexander McQueen. Someone said in the comments, What's that strap thing on your jacket? Sorry, it'll do my head in if I don't ask. Um, it's actually a back brace. I've got a really bad mask. No. <laughs> it's a gun holster, so don't fuck with me. It's just Alexander McQueen style. It's their signature. I've got a few jackets with this harness thing on it. Stop, stop looking at my attire. It's all about the information. Okay. All right. Now, there's others. There's money lending. I'm not going to talk about that now, but once you get capital, as long as you get good security, you can use your capital as an asset to create recurring income. Um, real estate. So we had a talk yesterday on the Recurring Income Summit about low and no money down property investment. Stock market. We've actually got a crypto and stock expert coming soon. So that'll be exciting for you. And then investing in companies. I bought a company in 2008 for 5,000 pounds, turned it around and that company did 11 million in 2016. So um, think about post pandemic, post lockdown, so many companies are really gonna struggle. I think there's gonna be distressed properties and distressed businesses. Now, look, it's not taking advantage because you're not creating it, the world is creating it. Um, but if it happens, why not take advantage by buying a distressed asset? I recommend you buy distressed assets Low or no money down in areas that you understand. If you're in fashion, buy distressed fashion companies. If you're in real estate, buy distressed um, properties. If, you know, if you're in business and personal development training like I am, buy distressed training companies. I just want to share one more concept, which I think is really powerful that a lot of people don't understand right now, is a digital asset. So I always thought the most powerful asset was real estate property. I have 1,200 tenants across hundreds of properties, tens of millions of pounds worth of value in capital, millions of pounds worth of value in income. And so for me, that's by far and away the longstanding, most useful, most powerful asset class, pretty much doubles every 10 years, outlives me. You know, no, no property that I own is going to be um, demolished before I die. So that for me is was the most powerful asset class until I really got my head around digital real estate. So what I'm going to do for you now is I'm going to list the various digital real estate assets for you. And you remember I said yesterday, now, those of you on Instagram, you wouldn't have heard this because I'm actually live streaming in from the Recurring Income Summit. But yesterday I said, listen to all the assets and investment classes don't get overwhelmed with how many there are. 
and just pick the ones that are right for you. So for example, I haven't minted an NFT yet. I'm going to one day, but I'm just not quite ready yet. I parked not even 1% of my wealth into cryptos. I will put more in, but I'm just not quite ready yet. Why? Because I'm currently developing a 199 apartment, 125,000 square foot, 159 tenant block. And we've just actually pretty much got agreement on a $15 million refinance loan on that. So you can only focus on a certain amount of asset classes. So all the ones I like, I'm like, hmm, I like that. I'm going to look into that next month or the month after or the month after. And the ones I have to do or I am, I am doing or I've got a burning desire to do or they really fit, these are the ones that I'm going to do immediately. So the best digital asset is your personal brand. And that's why I wanted to show you on the Recurring Income Summit, me doing a live Instagram. Because all the people that follow me on Instagram follow me as in my personal brand, Rob Moore, me. So in me doing this talk at Recurring Income Summit and then a live, and then we can take the recording of that, I've now created a digital asset out of my personal brand, which is this keynote talk, this piece of content. Now, um, in theory, I won't because this is a private event. But in theory, I could take this piece of content put it on my podcast, put it on my YouTube, take cuts for stories and um, Instagram reels and TikToks. And I could repurpose this in multiple channels. And then I could generate revenue and reach impact and income through the increased views. And then the more views you get, the more revenue you get from all the monetization tools that you can start or scale. So you are your personal asset. Do you remember those games online where you could build cities, sim cities. It was like, almost like you, you have another life online. Well, now you actually do. It's not the matrix anymore. It's not a computer game. It's not virtual reality. It is reality on the internet. So you have your physical persona, you, and then you have your personal online brand, which is your digital asset. And then from there, write, write these down, by the way, from there, you have, actually, just quickly before I go, Tim has said, can you post the 18 asset classes somewhere? No rush. Thank you, team. I'll tell you what um, I'll do. If you go to robmore.com forward slash MMM right now, that's robmore.com forward slash MMM. The five differences between passive and recurring income, the six um, ways to set up recurring income, and the 18 different asset classes are all in there when you join robmore.com forward slash MMM. That's it. Abby's done it. Essentially, you'll go to a page, pop your details in, and then there you'll get a thank you email from me. And it's got some links. And then every week you'll get money related content. It's all free, no selling. So, Tim, that's probably the best way to do it because I realized I did say them quite fast. I'll tell you what I'll also do is um, I'll also list all the digital assets. I'll send you that as a piece of content because I actually did about a 40-minute piece of content on all the digital assets. I'll get it typed up into a blog article. And then as long as you're um, subscribed in to robmore.com forward slash MMM, as it make more money, I'll send that to you. I only send one piece of content a week. So you might have to wait one or two or three weeks to get it just because I don't want to spam you. All right. So once you have a personal brand, then you can create your own NFT. You can, um, in theory, create your own currency. You can have your own domain 
names. You can have your own subscription sites. You can have your own websites with traffic. You have all your social media platforms, which generate ad and sponsorship revenue. Your books, your audio books, your podcast, your clubhouse following, your fan funding, your e-com websites, your OnlyFans, your Cameo. So, you know, a celebrity and actually now non-celebrities, you can sign up on Cameo and people will pay you for a little video or a shout out. A friend of mine is building an app where people can pay you for um, curated specific content to them. So let's say um, Cliff here. So I can see here Cliff has asked a question. Um, let's say Cliff had a question and I thought, you know what, that's going to take me about 10 or 15 minutes to answer. I need to go deep. I need to respect the question. I could say, hey, Cliff. Just message me on, let's say, robmore.com forward slash video. And then he could pay $25. And then I could record the answer, 10, 15 minute deep dive, and then send it to Cliff. But then I could also keep that recording and then put it as a podcast and re-leverage it. So I know someone who's building this service where um, people request content for you and you record it specifically for them. So this is also Cameo that exists right now, but it's more for celebrities. So let me say these all again. And I, 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 I've actually, nothing wrong with the live, it's just me. Um, I actually have created about a 40 odd minute piece of content on all these digital assets. Uh, I, I realize I'm now giving you a lot of information. So um, yeah, I think I'm gonna just stop there and do a quick little Q and A. But digital assets are how you leverage your personal brand or other people's personal brand online and anything that's online that could potentially generate revenue cryptos nfts domain names websites subscription sites all your social media channels your books your audio books your podcasts your e-com platforms your only fans your cameo yada 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 these are all your digital assets and they all link together they all link together very powerful i'm going to do more content on this because right now the greatest network effect is probably social media, which is built on probably either the second or first greatest network effect, which is the Internet. Someone said on one of my lives yesterday, oh, Rob, you know, this news on China banning cryptocurrency is so old news. You know, oh, you're missing the boat on crypto. You're too late. Well, real estate is thousands of years old. Insurance is probably hundreds or thousands of years old. The Internet is 35 years old or 40 years old or not even. So no, it's really early. You haven't missed any boats. Go to robmore.com forward slash MMM. That's robmore.com forward slash MMM. It's all free there. Um, and remember, if you want to build your subscription platform, it's 7,200 a month in income if you get just two members a day at $10. It was $36,000 $36, a month if you get five members a day at $20. Um, so go to rob.team for that rob.team build your own subscription platform modeling mine cheers everyone on instagram love you all i'm tuning out